Hello and welcome to the February edition of Love Unlimited and I'm so excited about this edition because this month is the month of love. We dedicate it to our loved ones, we dedicate it to those that we have held dear in our lives and our loved ones may be our parents but mostly we focus on the loved one who is your husband, your spouse, your date, the love of your life. And today I'm going to introduce something very exciting and we will all enjoy as we go through these 14 days. This is a challenge that I have developed for couples to review their relationship, rekindle their love and grow together. It is called 14 day love focus challenge. The objectives of this challenge are to rekindle and supercharge your marriage to a more romantic and intense relationship, to renew and reaffirm your love, deep respect and desire for each other, to remind you what is more important in your spouse and how you can teach your spouse to love you, how to open wide the channels of communication between you two, both verbal and nonverbal, and to explore more enjoyable ways of helping each other realize personal and team goals, as well as enjoy those goals without sacrificing your own. And also to build two people, one love, one passion team. And I'll repeat that, to build a two people, one love, one passion team that will last. It's also aimed at helping us to learn more innovative ways of conflict handling in a marriage and sharing love. And lastly, to recommit your vows to each other as spouse, as date, but to recommit yourself once more to the next level of your love life. Hello, welcome to day one of Love Focus Challenge. We have 14 days to go and our first lesson today is focusing on detoxifying your relationship. Love is a very tender relationship. It's a feeling, it's an action, it's an emotion, it's everything put together. And toxicity is something that comes into a relationship between two or more people and it can come from the environment. It can come from family. It can come from things that we learn over time because of people's interaction with our lives. And detoxifying your relationship is important because toxicity in a relationship can make your spouse feel unloved, unwanted, unappreciated, demeaned in any form by an action or a lack of an action. You have heard quite a number of times couples saying, we drifted apart. We didn't fight. We didn't quarrel. We just drifted apart. That means that they stopped appreciating each other. One put on an armor to protect himself or herself and the other one didn't care. And this is an, a sign of toxicity having been left to be in a relationship for very long that it becomes a separating element and eventually people fall apart and divorce sadly and toxicity is inevitable as long as you're a human being and you live in the world today you will get toxic friends you will get toxic relatives you will get toxic colleagues you will get all these people around you 
but it is important to protect yourself and your spouse against these poisonous elements in your life. And it is very easy. It's not difficult. It's just a matter of creating a barrier between you and that negative element. And this barrier is not a wall. I'm not talking about the wall like the one in Mexico that we're talking about every day. I'm talking about an emotional wall. You avoid falling into the trap of toxic people. An example of an environmental toxicity is a marriage that has been affected by things from around them. Let me give an example of couples that go to work every day. They work in a very stressful environment and they are stressed by their bosses, by their colleagues. They are given high targets to achieve in their, in their workplace. And this pressure tends to make them feel like they're about to explode. When they come home, they carry the same pressure home and they start talking to each other using the same negative energy. And they start shouting at each other. They start having yelling matches or silence matches where they don't want to talk to each other. One stays in one bedroom, the other one goes to the next living room and they don't talk until the end of the day. They will only talk to each other when they're asking what are you having for dinner, if they want to, or even just good night because they don't have a positive energy amongst them. So they tend to stick up, to stay apart. And this offloading of negative energy from work to your spouse can be very detrimental to your love life, even to your children. It should be discouraged. When you come home, leave everything negative outside. If you need time to download it, go to the gym, have a meditation time, Go to a place where you are alone so that you can cleanse yourself of that negative energy you've carried from work to your home. Take a shower, do a tub, a tub bath, do something that involves you so that you can focus on your inner you and grow out of that negative energy so that when you come to your spouse, you're clean, you're refreshed, you're relaxed. It doesn't mean that if you have had a stressful day, you can't tell your spouse about it. Absolutely not. We are there for each other to hold each other's hand when things are difficult. It's good to tell your spouse, I've had a very bad day today. I would like a few minutes to myself. And that's perfectly all right. It's understandable and it's very acceptable. The contrary of that is when you come through the door and you're like, everybody hates me, including yourself. You guys don't understand I'm being stressed. I'm under negative trouble, energy. I'm being forced by the boss. And when I come home, you're telling me things I don't want to hear. Well, that is the bad part of that energy. That should not be going on. Try as much as possible to cut that off. The other kind of environmental negative energy is gossip from friends and families. Gossip is the worst poison ivy. And usually it is very humble. You don't hear it. And in fact, people who gossip will come and tell you, oh, I don't mean to gossip, but when they say that, close your ears, walk away. Because when they say I don't mean to gossip, it's exactly that that they will be doing. Avoid gossip instead of having gossip. Talk right directly to the person you have of, uh, things against. Just go face to face, talk to them. Let them know how you feel about it instead of telling a third party and a fourth party and it becomes a, a poison in the family. This gossip also comes to the house because if some people told you bad things about your wife, about your husband, guess what will happen? You'll bring it to the house and it becomes a very good ground for fights, 
for quarrels because people are saying this, people are saying that. Avoid gossip from family and friends. Another source of negative energy, the social media and the news channels. Almost all the time, these news medias and agencies carry a lot of negative energy. Fights, wars, deaths, divorces, rumors of war, and even reality shows. There's everything negative about it. And we all love consuming that negative energy. Sometimes we cry over things we shouldn't. We feel bad because your spouse supports the other person in that reality show that you don't like or supports that political idol or that political personality that you don't like. These things can affect your relationship. It may look mundane and something that you can ignore, but eventually it grows into a bad, ugly tree. Avoid media that brings negativity into your relationship. Another one is your peers, especially if you're a person who likes hanging out with your boys, men who hang out with boys or women who hang out with ladies and they go out and they talk about how they are fighting or they're quarreling in their relationships and they tell you what their spouse can or cannot tell them or can or cannot do to them and they chest thump about it. When you get home and you realize that your spouse does those things that the other man or the other lady say they cannot tolerate, you also end up inheriting the same thing and start saying the same thing. Oh, you cannot tell me this. You cannot do this to me. It's not acceptable. Let's take a time out and not take everything we get from outside to your relationship. Every single relationship is very unique, especially yours and your spouse. Another form of toxicity that we can focus on and that usually affects us is inherited toxicity. This happens in families where you hear people saying, in our culture, we don't do this. In our family, we don't do this. In my family, women don't dress like this, don't talk like this, don't walk like that, don't eat this. Those are things you've inherited from your family, from your culture. Some of them are very positive, but others can just be the reason you'll always have fights. Avoid bringing bad habits from your culture or from your family into your relationship. Some of these very negative characteristics of family toxicity include spouse abuse, physical, mental, psychological. If you saw your father or your mother abusing each other and it for you it looked like a normal thing you might end up doing it to your spouse so watch out for those red flags if your mother left you and walked out on the marriage relationship you're likely to do the same walk out of your marriage relationship because that's what your mother taught you and you saw it was the right thing if in your culture women are not allowed to eat with men and your spouse asks you to eat with him or her you feel uneasy those are things also you need to learn to let go because this is a different culture or a different world, a different civilization and some things that applied in the previous cultures don't apply now. Very many things. My children do things that I don't understand. We were never allowed when we were growing up to look at our parents in the eye, especially our fathers. Nowadays, guess what people are told? Look at me in the eye when I'm talking. And sometimes I used to feel very uneasy talking like that to a man, looking at them in the eye. But I have learned over time that things have evolved over time. And we need to learn more about that in later. 
uh, talks about culture and relationships. The last toxicity, there are so many, but I'd like to focus on these main ones, is acquired toxicity. This is not toxicity that comes from your family or from your friends. It is something that you have kept telling yourself from within you as a reaction or a response to the environment. If you have been a, a bully target, you've been bullied a lot in your life. When you grow up, the first thing you want to do is to prove to people that you are not the weakling that you are, that you were bullied. Or if you think of yourself as a person who is lacking in some elements of life, when you marry, you want to prove to your spouse that you're valuable, that you're strong, that you're not the weakling they used to call you a weakling in school or in the social ground. The talk that you tell yourself, if your wife or your husband shows any signs of demeaning you, you go way overboard to react or to respond. And in the process, you end up abusing, doing things that are irrelevant, doing things that are hurtful, just because you want to prove something to yourself, not even to your spouse, to yourself, that you're able to do it. So this acquired toxicity or acquired pains that we talk to ourselves, the voice inside, the negative voice that we have so long listened to, can also affect your relationship. If you think you're not enough, you're most probably going to work extra hard to prove that you are enough to yourself and to those around you. And sometimes with that, overreaction comes in. And with that, conflict comes as well. So it's important to go back inside yourself, talk to yourself, tell that negative voice inside you that whatever the situation, you are a full package of love and you are enough. I will attach a form on the website and I'll also put it on these podcasts and also on YouTube that will help you list out the things that you find negative within you that you need to work on, the things that you have acquired from the environment, the things that you have inherited from your family. I would like you to make a list of the toxicity elements that you have been carrying all along in your relationship. And once you have highlighted them, start working on each at a time. So your goal for today is to cleanse of yourself of at least three negative elements that cause toxicity in your relationship. I would like to know what your thoughts are regarding the topic we just covered on toxicity in marriage and how to eliminate it. Kindly leave me a feedback on hello at guruhelen.com or on Facebook guruhelen.com or at Twitter on guruhelen.com. I look forward to seeing a note from you so that we can all work together towards making our relationships much better. And until tomorrow, when we shall be exploring on how to celebrate milestones together and to appreciate each other in the relationship, this is Helen signing out. Peace and love to you all.